well, welcome to another episode of Original Marketing, the 13th episode. 13th? Halloween's coming up? Very soon-ish. I don't know why really. 13 reminded me, like, Friday scary. the 13th, scary number, bad number. It's like 30 days away, though. It'll right? be here very soon. <laughs> you know it. I'm already seeing all the spooky stuff. Lindsay got, like, someone spooked her at work so they like left her a gift and she was the first one in the office and so now she needs to like spook someone else in two days so they just took christmas and then relabeled as halloween yeah, she got it's like, like a, a secret santa right yeah kind of okay. she got like a starbucks gift card so she's like what the heck do i do but it wasn't okay so time out if you're gonna spook somebody i thought she opened the gift and it was like no a jumping... like she just ah! randomly had like a halloween themed gift on her desk and it was like a whole thing well no no she had halloween themed wrapping paper they I, there was like a ghost stuffed animal oh, like okay. a you said halloween starbucks. starbucks gift card was like probably a halloween themed card and so they like that's a thing those in office people yeah we don't really yeah i mean we have a great gifting culture but it was just so funny that like it reminded me oh, back yeah. in the day gift giving back and gift giving i think is like fundamentally ingrained to directive but I think the only funny office gift we had was the Josh Nelson signed oh my self-portrait. And that thing just got passed around every Secret Santa. Yep. I think he signed like a basketball too. <laughs> and that was always the Secret Santa, which is something autographed by him. Shout out Josh Nelson. Yeah. Good gifts. Great gift. Well, how was your week, Brady? Week? You always say week. But I'm, I'm guessing you're asking we, weekend. We keep recording on different days in my defense. Yeah, I know. This That's is, true. We record on Friday, so week makes sense. We're we're back to Monday today, which is our normal. Uh, we're back to business as usual. Yes, we're on the rhythm. Feels good because I keep doing Friday and then Monday show or like. Oh yeah, doing the Friday then Monday is tough. It's like uh <laughs> just saw you. Yeah, just talked about ads. Anything exciting this weekend? This weekend was good. Yeah. Had a nice dinner. Recommend Mayfield in San Juan. You would like it. They do okay. like a multi-course dinner thing. Okay. And depending on the size of your group is depending on like how many medium plates you can order and large plates. What's the theme? Is it like what kind of cuisine? Uh, I want to say it's Mediterranean. Okay. So there was like some hummus, some maybe. Yeah. Some so they bread. start you off with like seven dips and breads and then you have six appetizers. Then you have three small plates and then oh. three large plates. That was is cool our concept. group of six. And what's it ahead? 90 bucks? 65. That's actually pretty good for like a fixed menu. 65 yes. bucks for dinner, not lunch. Yeah, it was dinner. That's pretty good. Where is it looking? San Juan. Like in the by, right, the, old train by the train tracks yeah, across see. the street from the movie theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that weird like where the the what's that coffee shop over there? Um, Hidden House. Yeah, it's on the other side of Hidden House. So it's right across from the movie theater. Got it. You no, know, I don't. It's good, though. So it's in the train. Is it in the train? No, no, no. It's not one of those. It's like over where yeah. that Italian it's on that short down street going into the parking structure. I know where it it's is, on yeah. the right. Yeah. Yeah, I highly recommend. Check okay. It out. Mayfield, gotta check it out. Yeah. What about um, you? I got back from Oktoberfest. Oh, yeah, you were up. You're in the air for most of your weekend. I, me and airplanes, we just hang out. We're permanent friends. Nice. It was good. It was awesome. They drink a lot of beer. And I drink Coors Light. They were drinking, like, straight Budweiser. Well, the what is the German beer like is it thick is it light it's a full-bodied it... lager it's a lager okay and it doesn't go down like a Coors Light yeah it, what's the a... ABV on it do you know oh like at Oktoberfest the beer they're where... passing around like what is it I forgot we're an ABV show 
this is uh yeah come on we like created a beer i know we did we did we got to talk abv the best light beer to ever be mixed with guava juice yes is coors light yes this is a diet coke by the way it looks a lot like coors light (laughs) that gets me in trouble at home every now and then i like pull out a coors light at 2 p.m like nope not right now (laughs) get the diet coke they look the same i don't know the abv i you know i'm 31 now Mm mm-hmm Drinking at 31 is different than drinking at 21. Yeah, you can afford it. <laughs> it was funny because they had uh, the culture there. You can start drinking at 16, but you drink at home at 14. Yeah, so yeah. like I was, wine at dinner. Yes, yeah, so there's always like 18, 19 year olds around me, but they're all super mature. So Tanner and I always thought they were like 27 or something because the way they acted while they were out. But that's because they had been like around that w- much healthier system, in my opinion, to like have people learn how to consume alcohol in their homes mm-hmm. here, right? We all leave our homes. We go to college at 18 and maybe if your parents don't drink or something, you haven't literally really been in around that. Yeah. So I would say it's a net positive for society. And then Oktoberfest, they don't do a ton of liquor. So you didn't see for how much it's known as like a drinking event. And it is a drinking event. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that wild. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It was more stagecoach than Coachella. Because I can imagine, like, what's the bathroom situation there? It wasn't a big deal. Oh, it was pretty easy? Everything worked. Okay. I got to give that to the Germans. Like, everything worked. The bathroom, sometimes you have to pay to use the bathroom, though. Mm-hmm. That was a little interesting. So. Because that would hold me back. If, like, the bathroom situation sucked and it's only beer. No. I feel like I wouldn't get too messed up. I because... never waited for a urinal the whole time. There's probably 600,000 people. Well, maybe I would have had a lot of beer. I don't know. Yeah, you you would have <laughs> done well. I was so it was like three days, right? And so day one, we went out a little. Day two, we didn't go out very much. Day three, we went out pretty good because it was kind of like Saturday. It was like the final yeah. hurrah. You got to kind of do it. But never had really an issue with the bathroom. It is very communal. So there wasn't really any seats, if that makes sense. Like you got access to the big building. Mm-hmm. But then you had to kind of hey mister your way yeah to get a to get a seat on a table, and that part was a little funky. You had to kind of hunt for it, but yeah, yeah. it's just two of you, which is yeah, it would nicer been... than going with a group of twenty and trying to find a place to sit. Correct, but if you got a table, you were always sharing. Oh yeah, you were probably squeezing in to... exactly. So in my head, I was like, you're right. But if I had a bigger group and I did reservations, I would have been okay. Yeah. But you have to do them like a year. You can kind of create your own space in a group too. Yeah, exactly. But no, it was awesome, man. I highly recommend anyone to check it out before you get too old because I do feel like it is better when you're younger just due to the nature of just grinding it. Like you're, it's a multiple day event, you know? I don't know. My wife, Lindsay, she's already gone. So I don't know if I'll ever make it because in her mind, she's, she's been to Oktoberfest. She has oh. a cool little pretzel necklace. She, you know, got. she passed away or something. She was already gone. I was like, no, no she's <laughs> gone. I was like, Lindsay's already gone. Like she already gave up on drinking. Like no. she was already past that. I was like, Oh no, Lindsay. She's good. She's good. You no, know, she's been to Oktoberfest before okay. we were together. So I don't know if I'll ever make it. You got to do it once. She's I done did. a lot of things that I still want to do in my life. So we might have yeah. to do some repeats. And maybe her. you've done some stuff and you know, a little, you know, yin and yang. I don't know. She's done it all. She's traveled <laughs> so much. I love it. I love it. Well, let's talk a little bit of advertising jealousy, yeah. Brady. So we got one pulled up already on the screen, and I've been seeing this one lately, and it's Samsung going after Apple. I've been seeing these, and a lot of it's like digital out of home because they have a counter on it. 
so it has to be digital. Mm. Like this one, yeah, it, that's a good point. It's a screen, so okay. it kind of looks like it's a paper billboard, but this is a screen one. They've been doing it at bus stops and stuff, but they've essentially been calling out Apple after their recent uh, release about like kind of the specs on their camera specifically. So forty-eight megapixels? Question mark. You're almost there, Apple. We've had 108 megapixels for two years, six months, and four days. Can I pause you for a second? Yep. The only people who buy Samsungs are already buy them because they care about the megapixels. So what's your take on that? Because I did, I got what you're saying. Yeah. But I find it, I'm, I'm going past it at a surface level, and I'm just trying to get to like the persona, the outcome. Apathy to action, right? Mm -hmm. How do you get, if you're Samsung, Mm -hmm. how do you get the Apple customer to shift when the Apple customer chose Apple because they didn't care about megapixels in the first place? Because literally, you know who they are. Like the Samsung Android user, they like to customize all their stuff. They like the freedom of it. They like the fact that it's an Android. They they like Excel. They They don't use a MacBook. They usually work in some type of techie type and use the PC or they're a gamer. Mm-hmm. Like they like that widgetized, customized tech spec version of Samsung. Yeah. So, cause my point is when you, when they're doing it and to your point earlier, this is a, we want people who are, it's a switch campaign. So that's what I'm finding. Yeah, interesting. So, and I was thinking about that too. Like, is okay. this enough to switch? And what's interesting is just like, even what's going on with Apple right now is they're shutting down production of new iPhones because demand was a lot smaller than they forecasted, which a lot's going on in the economy. So I'm not saying that's because of Samsung. Is that true though? Cause I ordered my iPhone. It's going to take all the way to like middle of October to get it to me. And every, and I went to fashion Island and South coast fully sold out of the pro. But I think that's cause they weren't making enough. I oh, don't you... think that's a reflection of demand is higher than they forecasted. I think they, because they shut down production. No, no, it is. It's demand is higher than they forecasted, but isn't high enough. I think is yeah right because that's why they don't have anything from there. There's a shortage. Yeah, but you're not saying it's a shortage because there's so many people who want them. It's because they didn't really make that many of them. Yeah, Fair. but I think ads like this can kind of play a part in that to where you know it just calls out the lack of innovation. And I've been like at a different level, I think of consuming Apple to where I watch the keynotes and I think like fanboying, not as much like when I watch them, like this really isn't that much better. I agree. But you've used the Google pixel, correct? Did you do I that didn't. thing? I didn't, but my roommate did okay, that's what I remember. because okay. we were both on like the bandwagon on like, let's just switch off of iPhones. Let's get Google pixels. I was on that same thing too. I want you, can I tell you my story? Was it all group threads just getting destroyed? No, because that was his thing is no. all of his group threads broke. He couldn't text people. He was green instead of blue and he switched back in a second. I don't care what other people think about me. That was not. Well, it wasn't that it was more like just technically it okay. was hard to set up on his computer, that, which yes. was an iMac. You would have to give up your interconnected community. So yeah. maybe if you already had a surface and maybe like, you know, what I mean, like if you yeah. now and you already didn't use a MacBook, you use the PC. That's what I'm saying. That's already kind of their audience. My issue when I went to the store was the haptic. What's that? Haptic is a touch. Okay. Can you pull it up for us real quick here? I want to yeah. make sure. Let's new look words. At the Come on. We like to pull it's up our Monday, yeah, so. we like to pull up our new words. So haptic is going to be our word real quick. Let's see what <laughs> should be a new segment. Teach Brady words. Let me see. Related to the sense of touch, in particular relating to the perception and manipulation of objects using the senses of touch. 
I don't know what that word is though. That well, can you give me that word? Oh yes, proprioception. Yeah, yeah. What's proprioception? I've never heard of that word. Okay, so yes, I don't know what that means still, really, but yes. So go back for me to the word I didn't know. <laughs> Thank you. Come on, we're supposed to sound smart on this show. You're really exposing us here. We're not very. We smart. don't know words. We work exceptionally hard. But we are dumb yeah, as nails. Yeah. <laughs> not smart, hardworking. Um, the, the there's a feeling Apple gives your thumb, your body when you use their touchpad. Have you ever used your parents on their Microsoft's touchpad and then used an Apple's touchpad? Have you ever used a touch screen on an Android? It doesn't no. feel the same. It doesn't slide. It has a certain level of ghettoness and a, le- a level of yeah. like not being magical. Yeah. I do think that's like on the patent side of things. Correct. No, is. I mean the Apple device, the way you interact with it has a haptic feedback. Mm-hmm. It creates a feeling when you physically use it where you're like, this is like Apple is just natural beauty personified in their products. Now we all have to put covers on them. And I hate that premise of it all yeah you know that moment when you first take it out of the box and the way it just feels in your hand yeah i tried to so i went to the store and i did that with the pixel and the pixel my thumb wasn't moving on it right the buttons had like a click to them mm-hmm. it didn't feel like a beautifully made product it felt like a highly functional product yeah and my point is people buy samsung in my opinion for function over form and people buy iphone to fit in and for form mm-hmm. and for interconnectivity. And they just like to be a part of the it crowd. Right. Yeah. And that's like the popular crowd. And then, you know, the Samsung's kind of the nerds that is to a certain extent. So if you were trying to get the cool kids to switch over Scarlet, we got to get you a mic. Do you care about the megapixels on your phone? And do you really know what that means? She's got a puppy. You know, you want those eyes to pop. Correct. But when you buy an iPhone, you're not looking at the megapixels, correct? That's kind of my point. So, like, like, the Fold. Who here thinks the Fold is corny as hell? Oh, yeah. I know. The the gimmicky things. They yeah, sell the big, with gimmicks. It turns into, like, a big square. That's my only problem. I do think it's very clever what they're doing. I yeah. think my only point to you is, do you think gimmicks? Do you think the strategy... If you're going after Apple, and they're literally mentioning mm-hmm. Apple, right? Yeah. They're mentioning Apple in the in the ad. Do you think gimmicks would get you to switch? Because no. that's like kind of the way I feel about it. So I think the camera is like a strong like technology focal point, right? Because a lot of people's social media, they care about the quality of the images. Is that the moon one? Did you do did you show the moon one? I don't think so. Okay, I just saw this the other day. Can you show watches? I I'll show you what I mean. This is they do it. I do agree with you, by the yeah. way. I want to because I'm on your same page. I don't know how well they execute it. Is more my. I think opinion. it's a piece to the puzzle. Like an ad like this is a piece just to you're get right. the perception out there that like Apple no, right. isn't that innovative. Forty three megapixels in their ecosystem is a big deal, but in the general ecosystem of smartphones, like we've been at one hundred and eight for two years. Is that what we were at up with Apple? So Apple just announced on the 14 Pro, it's up to like 43. And I think that Samsung ad says we've been at 108 for two years and the whole counter thing. I just recycle my lease. I know that's not what everybody does, but I just keep, I just in my head, I just buy the new yeah, iPhone. So 48 versus 108. So this is like the ad is kind of just helping create that perception. But I agree. Can you can I show you how they should have done it? Because someone did an ad. I just saw it on Twitter. And with I the, 
like with the can you yeah, yeah i've seen they zoom into the moon i've yeah, seen, you've seen that. that video okay. so let's pull that up though for the audience because i like this version of the marketing yeah is that an ad or is that just user generated content why can't Which that be an ad, good ad you that's know, like, kind of my point yeah. if you want me to switch connect with my emotion because i'm an apple user yeah i'm an emotional user like make me feel why your phone is better mm -hmm. is kind of where my head's at yeah so that's why i think this is just a piece of the puzzle i think um, if you apple Google... zoom versus samsung zoom on the moon it's like apple versus samsung zoom on moon i just saw it on twitter i hope i bookmarked it it should be out there. I think it's pretty popular. I ironically literally just went through this experience, Brady. And I didn't, you and I didn't talk like before this when I saw that. Yeah. I think they're listening. But watch this. <laughs> oh, gosh. Joe Rogan. No, no, no. This Not is an actual that. photo of the moon. Go to. <laughs> what did you search? Apple versus Samsung. Moon. Oh, moon. Because of what? Zoom. Moon zoom. Yeah, moon, yeah, zoom. moon zoom in. Yeah. It doesn't have to be Twitter. Uh, maybe it's there, that, one. that one right there. Yeah, I think it's that. Oh, Clavio ad. No, no, it's all right. We're gonna have to upgrade her. We support ads here. <laughs> Don't worry. It was just this lady, like at a stadium. She was at the baseball game, right? It was the baseball game on. She was at the baseball game. Yeah, so it was like. Yeah, I don't think this is the whatever. We don't I, have it. it. Show okay, it. but y'all can go on Twitter, find it. It's just an iPhone user trying to zoom in the moon. It gets all grainy. Yeah. Samsung person. Makes the moon literally perfect. Yeah, there's crazy like city ones too. Is like they're far away in a building, like zoom in to a part of the city. And iPhone gets me without their own ads. Like when iPhone tells me that I should buy their camera, they show it to me with like their photos. Yeah, the cinematic view and cinematic by the way is sick. It's pretty cool because I didn't know about that. And so the when... post production too, you can like go back and edit what's focused. Because Tanner, when we were at Oktoberfest last time, we did a trip together. We him and I are terrible about photos. We yeah. literally apparently like we've never done anything together in our lives, but he, he was doing photos day one and he had all his content. He didn't do any day two or three. Neither should I, but day one, he was committed to making sure no, that there no was needs the blurry photos. Yeah. Some documentation. <laughs> exactly. But he had on cinematic mode and it looked epic yeah. and I don't even use that normally. And that's what I'm saying. Like make people experience your product, but what's this Brady? Show me global. So this is just share. the global market share of all the, phone makers so samsung on a global scale has always had the most market share and then you see since q4 2021 apple is falling off from 22 to 18 to 16. so i feel like ads like this are kind of capitalizing on that momentum i think it's just creating that market awareness for iphone users just to know like hey you probably won't switch because of this ad but just know our camera is way way better I think the next step What's is US though, bro. If I go to a if I'm at anywhere, I'm talking Taco Bell or a five star restaurant, and I ask like how many people have iPhones, isn't it gotta be like seventy five percent of the people in the room? I don't know. How many people in your life have a Samsung? How many green texts are you coming across? Like how many group chats can you not do correctly in name? Uh my dad and brother in law. Your dad's still an OG. My dad's got two. My dad's still like a but personal phone, business phone, dual wielder kind of guy. I like that. I've been thinking about doing that myself. Genuinely. He used to have two jawbone Bluetooth. Oh, he would. Yeah, he was like. Oh, that's sick. Transformer. That's dope. Yeah, that's ultimate that's dad. That's a dad power oh, move. Was... But so he's rocking his, but he then has a PC too, right? No, he has an iPad and an iMac. Wait. Yeah. I don't 
That, I don't know. Okay. I don't know. He has <laughs> yeah. a Fitbit for a watch, so he's got it all covered. <laughs> he's his own man. He's figured out the <laughs> He's a renaissance man of technology. I love no, it. I, I do think the next step is like even social influencers. Like I know one photographer who gets sent Samsung phones. And then he does like photos on the phone and he kind of makes ads out of it. He's like a big photographer. But like even just all these influencers, if you can kind of get them to let their followers know, like I'm doing all this on my Samsung, because I think a lot of people think like, oh, my iPhone, you know, Instagram works so well on it. Though, if you use one of those, like that would be bad for their brain. I know that's how that's how ingrained Apple is into being cool. Yeah. And I guess like you mentioned, like the global scale. It's like everyone's on what it's like the big chat. Uh, WhatsApp. Yeah, WhatsApp. Like yeah. everyone's using WhatsApp. So like who cares about Apple group? Text okay, can versus... I talk about WhatsApp for a second? This is an important conversation. <laughs> I know nothing about it. So this conversation is going to be coming from you. It's because my soccer team has one guy with a Samsung <laughs> and they moved all the communication into WhatsApp. Yeah. And then they have to personally DM me because I never see it that if they got the messages. I'm not a fan of WhatsApp. Not a fan. Everybody uses it outside of the U.S., but no one in the U.S. Mm-hmm. uses it. And uh, the youth, whenever I meet them at the Oktoberfest, they love to be like, what's your at? That's how people talk now. What's you your at? Yeah, like when they meet oh, you. Oh, like your handles? Yeah, yeah. They, that's how like they do that socially. Yeah. I had no idea. What's your at? Yeah, yeah, we're getting G-Mare way, goof. we're getting way older. It's just like me and my like three kids. Like, I don't even know what my ad is right now. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 used it, was, be, it used to be Bray C, and then I dropped that, and I wanted it back, and it's gone. Okay, well, we're gonna have to talk about that. All right, so I like it. Look, Samsung's great at some things, I'm sure. <laughs> I'm an Apple guy. I can't. I don't know. I I feel like it's just a good moment for it. I feel like it is. They're not selling as many phones. People are catching on to like. Is this really as innovative as the last? Yeah, they're treating us like sheep. Samsung has been doing great innovation. They're holding back on features just for the sake of like the next keynote. Now I got to have a USB-C. I finally just got all my right cords and now you're changing them again. Yeah, they're not adding chargers now. And some countries are like pissed about that because they don't have like we all have all the chargers extras. But there's other countries who are adopting iPhone more for the first time. That is a problem because sometimes I've got the old type. But it doesn't have a USB-C connect. Like the whole new USB-C thing. Well, the new thing, phones don't come with anything. No charger. They come with a cord, though. I don't know if they don't come with like the butt or everything. I got the new There's AirPods. one country who said like we're not taking iPhone until you put chargers in the box. Well, because... I got the new AirPods. They do come every Apple device. And I got my okay. wife an Apple Watch. It came with the cable, but not the endpoint. Mm. So it's coming with a cable, but not the. I guess it doesn't technically the charger. So yeah. the 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 outlet plug. Not coming with it. Yeah, because they assume like, oh, you put it in your laptop or you have that at home. Maybe, yeah, I guess. Or we got to buy it, right? But they've I been know. doing that forever. And we've all complained about it forever. I know. And I, we just keep jumping over the I thing. Like, I have to sheep. get a Samsung to prove my point here, which I'm not going <laughs> to ever do it. <laughs> We're getting Lindsay a new iPhone 14. I love it. See? Hey, welcome to the game. Yeah. All right. Let's talk about mine. Okay. So was this inspired by your trip at all? Like, I'm surprised. No, I actually saw the ad. Okay. And I liked it. And um, you saw it here or when you were there? Um, Well, let's pause real quick. I don't, yeah, thanks, Scarlett. Um, no, I saw the ad while I was here. Okay. And it's so hard, isn't it? 
Okay, so all you know already, Scarlet. So the the way okay, so I guess here was a little interesting for me. I because my heritage is German, I do like to support German organizations. Mm. I always thought they were Japanese. Oh, this company? Yeah, I completely misread this whole situation because every time I go to South Coast Plaza, everyone who works there is Asian. Yeah, and the store location is, is like Din Tai Fung, um, the Dome Place below it, Uniqlo, which is like a correct. Japanese it's, it's, H&M. it's in the Asian sector of South Coast Plaza. Yeah, and then there's this, so I could... And everyone's Asian. And for some reason, I thought that was an Asian word. Japanese. Never thought it was German. That does not... There's no part of that that rings my mm-hmm. heritage of like how... It, I did not think it was German. I always thought it was Japanese. Yeah. Which I thought was dope. And I wanted to buy one. So I've been wanting to buy one. So when I want to buy something, I kind of look at the store. I open it up. I take it out. I look at the price. I go, ooh, that's too expensive. And I walk out. I've been doing that with this luggage for over two years. You want it to be a little hard to get kind of. I don't. I have a hard time buying commodities. Yeah. Like a luggage. I have my away bag. It works great. Mm -hmm. I do literally travel every week. But I've got all my same stuff from three, four years ago. Yeah. This is how I am. But I always wanted their stuff. When it went from being Japanese to German to me, it what did get me to like, it connected with me. Yeah. And then when I saw the ad, I only knew they were German because it said from Germany to the world. I was like, what the heck? This whole time? So I didn't had no clue. Yeah. And I totally buy things culturally like that. Does it? Do you get affected at all by like your heritage and like where things are manufactured or from, and feel like yeah. connected to it? Yeah, okay. I like Japanese cars. Yeah, yeah, totally. I'm a quarter Japanese, by the way. People are like Brady. That didn't answer the question, but no, I, it totally I, answered the question. <laughs> but if no, you, but like I bring up Japanese and it is a part of my heritage, but most people wouldn't wouldn't guess that. Correct. So essentially, I became more attracted to the brand when I figured mm-hmm. out it was manufactured from the motherland, kind of thing. Yeah, which I I always love that kind of stuff. I love German products. Now, let's watch this ad, and then we're gonna watch the other ad, and then we're gonna talk about the two together. Okay. And I want to get your take on this ad. So when I first watched it, because I did watch this before then, and I didn't know it was for a suitcase until they came together after swinging around. Yeah. So how did you see this ad? TV or YouTube? I think I've been following them on social. A lot of times I'm trying to buy a product I can't afford. I try to make myself fall in love with the brand. 
to then be willing to spend more because yeah. I'm not going to fence. I'll spend on the form. I won't spend on the function. So that's kind of yeah, because I got a lot out of it. This is the second time I watched it. Okay. And this whole time I got all like the durability yeah. out of it. Like her even standing on the sheet as it's going up and down, it's swinging around. Like even the way it rolls, I, I can imagine it yeah. not really you know when it's rolling you can kind of hear all the loose parts like yes. i could understand that thing maybe just the handle is slapping against the case when you roll that thing like it's put together so well i love all that so like i actually I'm not in love with the ad compared to the other one i'm about to show okay you. but i do love some things they did in this ad i just have a fundamental belief when i saw the two together as I was prepping for this, that changed my viewpoint on advertising. And I didn't realize it, but I believe artists are better advertisers than ad agencies. Mm. So the next one I'm going to show you is a short film. Yeah. This one was most definitely produced by an ad agency. Oh, yeah. The other one was created by a, by a director, by someone who creates movies, mm -hmm. film, art. The artist is 10 times better at telling a story than the ad agency. So that was just the fundamental thing I want to talk about. But before we get there, yeah. the thing I did love about the other ad from the agency that I didn't catch on till like I've probably watched this ad like countless times now was the symbolism. Air, land, and sea. The three mm. modes of communication and travel or the three yeah. modes of transportation. So if you notice what they did, we had her running down the runway. Yeah. With the parts of the product. Remember the parts? The product was in its parts until the end when it came together in its yeah. whole. But they used symbolism throughout. Mm -hmm. So when she was running, they also panned the camera up. So it was doing like yeah, a takeoff. Off. And they added in. The so listen to the sound too. When it goes, if you watch back the ad, it goes. It has a takeoff sound. And it, the camera does that. So they are symbolizing and representing it. They didn't use the pins that have the plane in it. Then they take you randomly out to the ocean, but you could imagine you were on a cruise ship. And then they take you back to the land when she's standing yeah, on, she's on like the cliffs in Ireland or something. Correct. And then all three come back together. So I thought the symbolism was very clever, but I haven't been a huge fan of this new ad agency thing. They're doing where everything, well, I don't believe in every part of your marketing has to be for a cause. So I think social justice marketing is awesome. Mm -hmm. I don't think every brand has to become a social justice brand. Yeah. That's been huge lately. They weren't doing that, but they were doing this kind of like progressive new school futuristic kind of theme, if that makes sense. Like it was very abstract. Yes. And I actually think it's – I made this up in my head, but I feel like a good ad doesn't show the product more than 25% of the time. Because it makes you imagine the product instead of them forcing the product into your head. Mm -hmm. You get to put the product into your head. And I thought they did that decently. But this artist, to me, is phenomenal. Yeah. Like I don't I, know if this is yours because I dropped a link too. Oh, okay. Let's make sure it's mine. Yeah. So yours would be the one before this. But we can watch this one. I thought because what happened on my YouTube is just kept running ads. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they like, have a oh, lot. These of are yeah, they're doing a whole series too, cool. which I thought was great. Like yeah. I do like the fact that they put them all in a series. But I just want to show real quick for the sake of the content. I wanted to show the trade off between essentially an 
an ad done by an ad agency mm-hmm. and then an ad done by an artist and why I think brands and ad agencies should be hiring artists as a part of an overall strategy. Yeah. doesn't have to be the only strategy, but think about the Guinness ad I loved last week. Mm-hmm. Watch this one because this is like a modern day version. So I don't know. To me, that makes me want to buy your product and be a part of your story. Yeah. More than the futuristic one by the ad agency. Yeah. I think like there it's like our luggage doesn't get in your way. It almost like supports your travel. It was kind of like the tone I got. Yeah. And so they didn't show it too much. It was just kind of in the scenes and those kids were just having fun and traveling and their products were with them the Maybe whole time. Maybe you want to be young like again and you're traveling them. with friends and you're just living your life and if you want to feel that way by Ramoa. Yeah. I don't know. That to me was like that's a better sale mm-hmm. than the futuristic because neither of them are really doing feature-based marketing. They're both trying to tell a story I just felt like the ad agency's story was void of human connection. Yeah. Because they took me to a world that I couldn't connect with. While the artist mm-hmm. took me into their heart and I got to see a part of something. Yeah. I thought a narration would have been cool over it because I actually had a very, and we don't have to try to recreate this. Yeah. But when I watched that ad earlier, yeah, I opened up a new tab and my old YouTube video auto played uh influencer reviewing the suitcases and the way he introed his video layered onto that ad without narration did it mess with you it like fit i didn't catch it till i was halfway done what that's crazy with that ad and so that actually got me to rethink yo i can see how your brain starts getting all creative you're like wait a second this needs a voice it's kind of like your last ad like that narration over it i think tick really plays a part in the artistry and obviously with travel and the scenes they were creating, I felt like there could have been a really cool narration piece to it. I know that that ad just made me feel something. I still feel something. It like it makes you Yeah, I feel it like reminds me of I used to go up to like San Francisco in college. I'd take a bus there on the weekends and yeah. just traveling and hanging out with friends yeah. and driving over the Golden Gate Bridge into the forests and the romance of meeting someone new in a foreign place. Like they're selling this whole idea you know and i think that's such a powerful 
triggering emotion, right? How do I get a human from apathy to action, right? As a marketer, how do I get a human who maybe does or doesn't know about my brand? In my case, I've been in your store five times in the last two years. I look at the price. I look at some options. I roll it around a little and I don't Mm -hmm. buy because it's still like, you know, I'm buying a suitcase. And I'm not going to spend that much on a suitcase. But I think if you can make me fall in love with what the brand values represent, maybe I could spend that extra dollar on a premium luxury product. Mm -hmm. Let's look at yours, though. Let's uh, let's look at yours. I actually want to see. I want to see what the third one is because it's like a whole series too. Yeah, the third one's almost like a hybrid between the two. Don't you like though? If you look at the if you look at the upload dates on YouTube, they're all like they're from a like a campaign launch. They're yeah. all from the last two weeks. So I wonder, like you mentioned, one being from an agency, one not. Do you think that's the case? Yeah, I think they're trying to have their like. I don't think they're gonna put the film on a TV commercial. The execs that so yeah. I think they're going to do the one. Yeah, it reminded me more of like a BMW or like a Toyota ad than it did a luggage ad. The agency mm-hmm. one, it felt like an agency that does car ads did a luggage ad more so than it felt like an artist. But I don't think they'd ever put the artist on TV. And yeah. that's my challenge to everyone listening is work with artists and maybe let your brand be art. Maybe I'm totally wrong, but I don't think that the world needs more ad agencies i think the world needs more artists i think that's the ad agencies you notice are bringing in artists and doing collabs and that's yeah i think that's what they're doing yeah let's look at this one though because i what's this one this is just oh this is like a never still okay this is more of a campaign yeah this is gonna be an ad agency travel is its own book Images we have captured in film, in memory, form its leaves that, when turned, reveal a story of a life. We long to add new pages. We long to explore. We long for new sights, new noise. A pyramid. An ancient gaze. We do not look back. We revisit places once trodden a new light. We are ready to don our coats, to break through barriers, to reclaim motion. To see with new eyes the familiar and the strange. New pages for our story. The unceasing turning of the leaves of life. Okay, so I hate music that never climaxes. Yeah. Was that the same song as the last ad? It wasn't the same, but she didn't. Okay, so that voiceover artist, I think, was the issue. Because her voice never took, she never took me into the ad. I because she stayed monotone and I think slightly emotionless. Yeah. If she, I think that was their way of trying to achieve. Like it seemed like a hybrid of the two, of like a TV ad and an indie kind of look is what they were going for. But it almost seemed like 
too much of a contrast. Like LeBron getting out of the car was like 14K, just super HD type footage. Like it's his one of his Kia commercials. And then they went to like the film and yeah, they did Rihanna randomly. It seemed on like, like a, a baby of the two ads when I saw it. <laughs> I didn't like that one. I thought the copy was average, and I thought she at the end, like the last what ten seconds, the climax, but it never, it never created emotion. Like she did pick up her the pace of her delivery, and she did mm-hmm. pick up the emotion in her voice, but she never became emotional. Yeah, tick follows, talk follows. Remember how. The other ad when the, there was that emotion in mm-hmm. the delivery of the voice actor. And maybe that wasn't a voice actor. I'm, maybe, I'm guessing that was the older lady. Maybe. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I don't know who that was. I thought it was like J.K. Rowling or something. It's totally. It's definitely. Not. Everyone's going to kill us in the comments. Probably. They're I'm gonna... terrible with famous people. So I was actually. Oh, happy yeah. You I can tell. We don't care about Rihanna and LeBron. I didn't know that was Federer until I saw it in the description. Oh, because they did the ad with him. Yeah, yeah, you saw it in the YouTube channel because they had another. Yeah, they have it yeah. in the description or else I had, had no idea who he was either. I know the athletes and I know Rihanna because yeah. she's, you know, the goat. Yeah. The only thing why that one makes sense to me is the price point. Like I feel looking at their prices. What is their price again? It's like, I mean, a carry on is over a thousand bucks. Yeah, that's why I haven't bought one yet. Yeah. And so seeing like I, I think identify with like, oh, yeah, is like this 300, is, I think. Yeah, this is like Rihanna's carry on. This is LeBron's carry on. The teenagers, though, running around on the beach, like where where are they getting the money to buy all this stuff? Yeah, that's like that backpack they used in the sick right? in the middle one. Yeah. That thing looked nice. That it looks like look it competes right. with like Louis Vuitton and Gucci. How much yeah. is that thing? Let's see. The Never Still, is that what it is? Yeah, back. let's go to backpacks. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> right? I mean, it looks good, though. No, I, it's, like I said, it looks like it's Louis Vuitton, Gucci. And so that's where it's like the ad that has the It doesn't kids. look German, in my defense, right? No, uh, even their logo. I know. I thought like, it was like an Japanese. M, which I guess M is in it. So. Oh, I messed that one up bad, dude. So that's where I'm trying to think of like the ads actually reaching their market. Like those kids got some money coming from somewhere. I like the artistry ad though. Cause it was more to people feel young again to me. So I kind of liked it cause it made me remember my youth. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think that ad resonates with youth, but I think it makes yeah. people who had money want to be young again. And I think the last ad was just a butchered way of trying to it make it all happen. They're like, hey, you know what sells celebrities? Yeah, let's let's be indie, but let's also show LeBron uses this, Federer uses this, Rihanna. That was poorly lady executed. That is super famous that we don't know. I didn't love that one. I if she would have, I think she could have fixed the ad if she if the copy that she didn't write the copy. So if the copy was better, and then if she delivered it with more emotion. The copy was kind of dull and boring, though. Yeah, but I think that was the style. Is yeah. Indian. So I love the brand. I thought no, those the, are. I'd never heard of that brand. Yeah, I thought the artistry was great, but you're right. I think both of our examples. I don't know if either of them do a great job of making you buy the product. Other than that film, the film did make me like think about it. I love the red one. Like the red one fits Rihanna though. Perfect. Like that's like a superstar bag. I couldn't like, have yeah. I, I would need to be Rihanna. They just look like they roll well. I might need to get in that for, so my <sighs> carry on smaller than Lindsay's. So I always have to take hers. 
Oh, I like that function too. See how they have that 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 part's kind of cool. Yeah, because you could. Yeah, for putting it in the car. Yeah, yeah. They just look like they roll so well, and Lindsay's carry on rolls like garbage. And one of the ads, they spun it too. Did you remember that? Well, it's just yeah, and then it showed it rolling around and like pretty easily too. Yeah, it it looks like you can just hold it and walk, and that thing just goes with you. I love it. Well, that's advertising jealousy. Hopefully, y'all got inspired. Hopefully, y'all got some takeaways. Um, but let's talk about market this. Yeah, it's kind of a segue too. I got a good one for us today. All right. So you know how uh what's the Virgin Airlines CEO guy, Branson? Yeah, Richard. Richard? Sir, is it sir? I think it is sir. Oh, yeah, Sir Dick Branson. <laughs> Correct. That's what they say. <laughs> that is what they say in the streets. He started an airline. Yes. I thought, why shouldn't we? All right. So in our strip mall, there's now a runway. <laughs> you know, yes. all this stuff can go into the airport. You know, you're dry cleaning. Just yeah. bring your dirty clothes. We clean it and then you fly off. We were vertically, we're a fully verticalized <laughs> holding company. Oh, so we, I want to do something a little different. Something that you theoretically can do, right? Elon started a car company. Yeah. Branson started a airline. Mm-hmm. And they both started space companies. Yep. So... Why can't Brady and Garrett, the original marketing crew, get their own transportation business? I, I don't see why not. So, first question. Are we a big commercial airline or are we a private charter? Hmm. So, like, here's I'm thinking jet. more of like a... Like Spirit? Like a, United? Yeah, like a JetBlue kind of. I like okay. JetBlue. I like JetBlue too. Okay. Good branding. So, we're going to enter that marketplace. We're obviously strapped with cash. We're very wealthy. We have unlimited funds and we can buy a bunch of capital assets like airplanes. Yeah. <laughs> cheap ones. Yeah. <laughs> well, have you ever been on JetBlue? No. Um, and no, JetBlue's smart. They only have one type of plane. So maintenance okay. is a lower cost for them. Okay, so that's so like a part of their strategy. Spirit does the same thing too, right? Probably. Yeah. Okay. So by the way, Spirit to me gets a bad rap. We went to Vegas in Spirit. I did not yes. mind it. Yes, we granted it's an hour flight. Spirit. Yeah, but we fly Spirit. I yeah. have no problem flying Spirit. I think they do a couple things that are really well at Spirit that I think no one else does well. The flight attendants are objectively hilarious. Oh yeah. Unless for your undivided attention, or at least pretend to pay attention. In the event that you are not satisfied with our menu on today's flight, you'll find six emergency exits conveniently located throughout the aircraft. It's unlikely, but if cabin pressure suddenly changes, oxygen masks and credit card readers will automatically drop from the compartment above your seat. When you're done screaming, pull the mask towards your face, place it over your nose and mouth, and try your hardest to breathe normally. Secure the mask with the elastic straps. If your credit card is not maxed out, you will be receiving oxygen. They're hilarious. So they make, there's a certain level of entertainment. So they almost like take advantage of the reputation, I think. Yeah. I think they definitely do. They play into it. Yeah. So they do that very well. It's an entertaining flight. The pricing is very simple. I think it's like 532 or something like that on like the snacks mm-hmm. and everything. But people do hate all the surcharges on what they appear to be a 169 flight ends up being 325. Oh, yeah. We're going. So I'm going to Vegas in two weeks and they want to charge us like 67 bucks for carry ons. But fortunately, my dad and mom are driving out. So we're going to put our bags and like my golf clubs in their car. Yep. They're going to drive it all out and we're flying with just backpacks. Okay. Because it's expensive. (laughs) So you like JetBlue. I like Spirit. I told you what I like about Spirit. We kind of hinted what I don't like. 
right? Mm-hmm. The upcharges, the nickel and diming, all that stuff. But I do like the fact that I can choose my own seat. I'm not a huge fan of Southwest. It's like, what do you love about JetBlue? Yeah, I think you can you can pick your seats. I've always enjoyed like their branding, their customer experience. They fly out of Long Beach, which is a part of why I like them. Correct. So like flights to the Bay. I don't know if they go to Vegas, but even when my sister was going to school on the East Coast, JetBlue to Boston I think flight. JFK was a flight. Yeah, they have a couple. Um, so it was just always convenient. And I like flying out of Long Beach. So. How do we beat them, though? Remember, I'm not trying to just pretend like I'm not here to beat JetBlue and Spirit. We want to take yeah. this kind of. We're, so we're starting an airline that appears to serve the lower to middle class. Right. We're not launching some type of high end airline. It doesn't seem like. Mm-hmm. So we want something that's for the everyday human. Mm-hmm. What do you feel like as a customer? Are, is so underappreciated or underserved or there's such a big gap that if you were to just do something exceptionally well, you could at least take market share and enter the market. Yeah. We don't we're not gonna be able to sustain anything in this kind of industry. Mm-hmm. Eventually everybody copies each other, right? So what could we do to like make a buzz and enter the marketplace? So one idea okay, hit me with it. is the flight like loading the plane in a way where the flight attendants put the bags up for you wait time out why don't you like lifting your own bag this is interesting i've never thought about so this. break it down like what's your yeah why? there's a couple things okay one it stresses me out in terms of like where like is there going to be space right Especially so if you're like, on like a southwest flight and you're in group yeah whatever and you're like boarding late you're are you like you're having a little oh, bit of a little anxiety going, going on okay to the point where i've actually if we don't have a connection or anything, I've been doing the gate check just so I don't have to worry about oh, it. Oh, wow. Like Lindsay's okay. carry on is pretty big. Okay. You need a remote. I mean, it's the biggest one. That's... She even told me it's like, it is the biggest size you can get that they approve as a carry on. Okay. And I always have to take it because it's too heavy for, for her to lift it. Yeah. For her. So I got this purple, huge carry on that doesn't roll well. And she's got my little blue one. <laughs> I actually don't use, I pack them like a backpack usually. And you can put some in hers. And like so shit. I put everything under the seat. Um, so yeah, it kind of stresses me out. Like, is there going to be room? Am I going to have to do the thing where I walk further back than my seat, put it up and then have to fight traffic to get back down? I agree with all those things. I do help the little old ladies or the girls who have way too big of bags. Yeah. I like helping people, but it's still, if there was just a set system where you knew, Hey, I'm going to walk up. They're going to grab it. They're going to put it up there for me. I don't think they have to take it down for you, but I think help putting it up being confident that you're going to get space let's talk about space that's where my pain comes in i agree with this though so yeah, you me too people are going to help <laughs> people are going to help put the bag like there's just going to be a little bit of concierge onboarding yeah i like that i'm a big personal space guy my anxiety comes from one armrest why can't we have two armrests like a double wide with maybe a little Little something something, a little, little divider, something, a little something something. Well, I would pay almost anything to guarantee that he doesn't put my his feet in my area or his elbows into my stomach. I would pay <laughs> almost anything for that. I'm being Is there dead, a specific like, person. You said he. What what happened here? <laughs> there's always somebody. <laughs> I fly a lot. Like I probably do. Scarlett, how many flights do yeah, I do? Yeah, you do a, a lot. year. 
So about 50. Yeah. yeah. So I do about 50 flights. 100. Yeah, they're back. back. Yeah. yeah. So I, I fly about 100 times. So I have 100 different close quarter encounters mm-hmm. a year. Women are way better about space than men. I want to first start there. Like anytime I get to sit next to like a, a lady, I'm like, yes. Because nine out of 10 times, they're going to be respectful of your personal space. Yeah. It's like the Roman gladiator arena is when a dude sits next to a dude on a plane and that elbow space is just. Dude, yes. You, I am fully locked in the war. testosterone. Oh, alpha. I'm hyped up. It's going. <laughs> I'm now, this is not it, you know? And I just think we could solve a lot of problems if we just had two armrests. I don't need that separator. I think that's a great idea. But just each person has their own armrests. Yeah. Now, they will definitely abuse it. There's still going to be a lot of this going on. Right, a little bit of double, like the still. I think you're still gonna have problems, so I actually like your divider. So we got a double armrest with a divider in between. Yeah, I'm thinking it's a it's a single armrest but double wide with a divider as thick as the seat. So when you fold it up, yeah, it fits, doesn't like fits right in. Now, now this is innovation. Are you kidding me? This is an airline. They put our bags up, and we get our own elbow space. Another thing I've been noticing, the foot area, the aisle seat where I like to sit. Yeah. They are they've now changed it where they're putting the metal for the seat is no longer in line with the armrest, but inside. Mm -hmm. And then the person in the middle, I find, puts the backpack underneath the seat. So then I don't have. So now my hips are all messed up. I want to just have a very well designed sitting area for the customer. With privacy and a little bit of room. Do you think that that could I think I could advertise that like, yeah, dedicated armrests, dedicated foot space. Mm-hmm. I think like genuinely, if I had two airlines and one of them was $15 more and you had dedicated personal space, not for first class or business class or comfort plus, but for everyone, mm-hmm. I think that could genuinely get us market share. Yeah. And they would- have to refit all their planes. So it could give us some runway to enter the market because you couldn't magically compete with us. No. You have to refit probably, you the whole plane. Sell, like make money on gutting a plane and like the seats you're even gutting. But I was actually just in my free time thinking about airline seats okay. the other day. Okay, good. Like yeah. not even prepping for this conversation. I mean, as every man does. Yeah. And in my mind, I was thinking of like office chairs and you know the super comfy ones that are like a mesh material. Oh yeah. yeah. I was like, how can that be integrated into a plane? to like take up less real estate. So just very low profile, but it also has to be okay. If Spirit does crashes. that. They do it with a shell. It's not with mesh, but they have those plastic shells. I mean, when sports, what was the sports store that sports chalet? Yeah. When they went out of business, I think spirit airlines took all of the sleds they had <laughs> and they made them into their chairs. That's a good one, right? <laughs> Cause that's what it feels like. <laughs> Is just like a thick plastic <laughs> snow sled with cloth over it. It's really not the worst seat, though, if you've it's ever not. flown American. But I've only flown Spirit <laughs> to like Vegas, the Bay. So it's like an hour in the sky. Who, when I, I was starting care. this business, I was flying red eye spirits to like Boston. So I didn't have to get a hotel and I'd speak in the morning. <sighs> so I would do red eyes and speak in the morning because I had no money. That That's when you're like grinding. But okay, so luggages go up top. Yeah. Someone does it. Concierge on morning. Now, time out, Brady. I have a little flaw with your plan. Yeah, what? How do we board the plane? Well, it has to be built into that. Is And this is what 
one-on-one -on -one onboard? I mean, it would no, take I'm just saying, two hours for you either load, you probably load front back to where that's what everybody does. Yeah. So okay. the first you actually, oh, okay. So the, the, the flight attendant is standing in the row. They're not walking on with you. So you walk on and then yeah. you first ones are there. Flight attendant, two steps back. Those people sit down. The next people are there. Hey, you just solved that. That was brilliant. Okay. That works. So we have that. We have some personal space. Yeah. By the way, that's what they sell you on like first class or business class or those. They're really just selling you personal space. Mm -hmm. And I think we could offer that to everyone. So we have personal space. We have luggage. What else do we need to do different? Hmm. I have a crazy one. I mean, I know you're big on Wi-Fi. Say less, A little, less, little Starlink setup. Talk to Papa yep. Elon. Papa Musk. I would. Yes. Okay. So I just flew back from Germany. World's worst Wi-Fi. I well, was, it's different when you go over the ocean versus land, I think. I think I it's was harder to get Wi-Fi over the ocean. I was sending her four texts, and she would tell me she got all four of them, but I, they weren't to say delivered, you know, until like yeah. the fourth. And I was just four text dinner. <laughs> I, it was driving me nuts. Like, you couldn't reflect, refresh any of your apps. I can always judge Wi-Fi speed by going to, like, the feed and hitting refresh and then seeing how yeah, fast it goes. Yeah. Do you do that? Yeah, that's how I know if like, yeah, yeah. I have Wi-Fi or not. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so we all do that. We Instagram. just pull our thumb. Oh, no. Yeah, exactly. Nope, same photos. All right. <laughs> okay, so great Wi-Fi. That's a given. Um, better work tray. A lot of these work trays aren't made right. You know, like the right arm or the left arm on the tray is like folded over, or bent weird, and it like doesn't quite all work. Yeah, and I think the tray could be built in to like the metal part of the seats instead of the backrest of the seat. Yep. I like where, yep. Yep. Like people use their tray. You can feel it. Oh yeah. Because it's like built into the seat itself, which has some, Oh, giveaway to it. Some shocks behind the touchscreen. You ever been uh, behind, have some behind you. Who's a huge, just virtual poker player. That's fun. <laughs> no, <laughs> they're playing angry birds on the flight. Just with the back of your head. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're hitting the touchscreen and they're, like, there's some games, I don't know who in the airline is this evil genius, but it's like one of those games, like, the faster and yeah, harder you fruit, touch it. Fruit Ninja. <laughs> yes. All day. The fruit I ninja. like it when, yeah. like, international flights, did the Germany have, like, the TV built in with the controller? Yeah, but mine was missing the controller. Ah, oh, damn. When I, I go to Japan, I do Tetris for 10, 11 hours straight. You're a savage. It's kind of a psychopath. That is. Now yeah. that I say it out loud. I just can't <laughs> sleep on planes. Yeah, and I, I love video sleep. games yeah. and like Tetris is a classic. So I just get in this mode and I'm playing it the whole time. But I don't think we have that. I don't think we do. Get, I love the fact gimmicky. that I, I love the I app yeah. thing where you use your own phone as a screen. Okay. You go to the app. Yep. Like that's how I've been watching all these movies. Like Chromecast. Well, no, you, you just you oh. lock your phone in, but yeah. you use the United app or whatever. And they have. You know, all the movies. That's where I saw that, like, Spider-Man, the animated movie, was on a plane because it was on their app. Loaded up the AirPods. Better iPhone holders. I don't think we put screens on the back of our seats. I don't think we need TVs on the seats. Yeah, just having the holder. The holder. But how would you make it better? Wireless Absolutely. charging. Right? Uh, yeah, that would be good. All I, the phones have it. Well, not all the phones. I had an idea but... for the tray, too. A millimeter. I don't know measurements. What's a millimeter? Do millimeter versus centimeter. I want to. I think millimeter, millimeter is, is a lot smaller. It's a lot smaller, yeah. right? How small is a millimeter? Yeah, I just want to see. It's like the thickness of my. Right Ten times. Okay, that's what I want. Like two millimeters deeper. 
for, and you're going to like this, the cup holder. Yeah, if we're yeah. going to put the hole in the tray, accomplish the objective. Like, make I want it, I want some stability for what yeah, I'm... Yeah, it doesn't... Do you know what I'm talking about? It's too thin. Like, they didn't... The, the impression isn't deep enough into the tray. Yeah, it doesn't actually serve a purpose. No. I don't think. No, I agree. The other thing. There's not one airline I've ever been on that gives you lids for your drinks. I can't tell you how many times I've been spilled on when I'm on an airplane. Mm. Like, when you get a coffee on an airplane. Yeah. First off, we're going to have vanilla creamer on this airline. Oh, God. There's there's just half and half. There's a thing about like don't order coffee on an airplane. Like okay. the machine is gross or something. Are we going to have better coffee on our airline? Cuz I think if we had great coffee, that what if our airline was just famous for having the best coffee? You could probably win with yeah. just good coffee. And good cream like this is what I'm talking about. There's no there has been no updates to consumer preferences on airlines. Yeah. All they did was take everything away. You partner with like cuz every airport has a Starbucks and so you like just put pick Starbucks up the on big the plane. Box yeah. coffee. Yeah. Yeah, that would be just fine. So I think we can do some coffee, little different circles on the trays. Now, I had a crazy idea where we could do a different version of upselling than everyone. So the upsell right now is you buy an extra two inches of space, essentially. Mm-hmm. Right? You get comfort plus, you have normal, you have business class, you have first class or whatever that is. Right. And each time you pay more, you get more space. But none of them help you get there faster. Hear me out on this. All the seats are the same. But there's different planes that use different amounts of gas. So you can't pay to get more space because each one is already designed with the right amount of space. Mm -hmm. But you can pay to get there faster. So what if on our airline, we didn't fly everywhere. but We chose only a couple destinations. Yeah. And we had fastest normal. Because they're all super conservative. So like in boating, if you ever take like a charter out, the guys who are running the fishing business never drive too fast because the biggest cost in their business is gas. Yeah. Same thing with an airline, I would imagine. So they're not flying us there as fast as they could get us there. Do mm. you think we could charge extra if all of our airlines or we could just simply be the fastest airline? What if, like, This is a completely different value prop. What if our planes flew to the destination faster? Yeah, I've never thought about that. As no a, one has a possibility. You can totally fly where think about what happens when you leave late and how they keep the planes on time. They just burn more gas and they eat the cost. What if our airline's motto was the fastest way to get anywhere in the world? It was 15 percent more expensive, but we could do LAX to Munich mm-hmm. in eight hours instead of 10. Would you pay 15 percent more? I would. Yeah. I wonder if the way we do seats, it like lightens the plane. Oh, of course. Now. The mesh, it was a good way to get around that. Now, we would need a strong material because it's got to be durable, right? Yeah, it's got to be able to crash and all that good stuff. Well, not stuff. crash. I think crashing, you're done no matter what. I'd be more well, like... Well, I'm sure just legally... Okay, yes. You have to meet some standards. I meant more just durability. Or else we're just lawn chairs. <laughs> a 4th of July party? Everybody bring a chair. And it's a just a flatbed plane. Bring your own chair. It counts as a carry-on. No, but do you see what I'm saying? Like, I think our value, yeah. I want to come up with the core differentiator. These are all features. Yeah. I think our core value proposition is anywhere in the world faster. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking like the front of the plane, like maybe they're all the same seats, all the same spacing, but the front of the plane is luxury 
and the back's not from like a service standpoint, right? You're first on the plane, mm. you get down, the the bar cart goes there first, you're first off the plane. You get upsell for that, yeah. So it's like all the seats are equal, but like service wise and experience wise, the front's more valuable. I could, yeah, I could vibe with that. And I, your pricing simple, just like yeah, front to the back. And we could do, I mean, we could still do first. I'm sure that you could eventually, everybody likes the money, right? So eventually at first class, you charge someone an ungodly amount to get to the same destination at the same time. Yeah. But I think we could do really good on the personal space. We could have the couple really nice customer service features, good coffee, the little things we've done right. But then the big, the big thing anywhere in the world faster. Yeah. I've never thought like, you think the green piece is going to be after us for just burning fuel? Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. There would hate us. Yeah. But Taylor Swift is still hopping on that plane to get her Starbucks down the street. Every, is that a th- what, what is that? Is that a thing? Yo, it was huge. You didn't hear the story? No. Okay. So all these celebrities got in trouble because yeah. like Kylie was taking her plane from like um like the Ontario to LAX mm. or John Wayne to LAX. She's flying to all the local airports instead yeah. of driving. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I'm not I'm not judging her for that. If I had that kind of money and I was that type of celebrity, it's not easy to be her. People think being like her would be great. I don't think it would be that great. No. You imagine going to the air imagine being at LAX and being Kylie. No, thank you. That would suck to go outside. It would suck. So I see I can respect their them wanting privacy, having money and spending it how they choose. Everyone's prerogative. Yes, the green police would hate us, but the average day person, they would just be like, and then we, we could pair it. We could we could pair with yeah. some conservation efforts. Every flight we plant a tree. <laughs> I mean, we I'm, toss seeds out the window, yeah. see where they land, <laughs> see if they sprout. We're just crop dusting like all of the middle America. No, like I think we could have like we yeah. would have to it's a good point you bring up we would have a proactive like uh tom's kind of business yeah, you know, like, there's something i've noticed when i'm buying flights there's some carbon footprint yeah they do that yeah on and Google. i've never really understood it and i've never recognized it nor did you my care. decision making process but i've noticed like I, do they have to say that is that a value prop like they probably do but if we could also develop different engines, I mean, I think if the whole premise of the business yeah, is making anywhere it lighter and we've replaced that weight with speed. And so we're just as fuel efficient as everyone else, but we get there faster. And we do a whole ad that says, you know, anywhere in the world faster. And then we could still have our little facts, right? Like we plant 1 million trees a year here. And then we could do a little bar chart. Like you show the market share. We could show like, our airline and its global impact on conservation versus the other guys. Like we, we could, we could, we could overcome that negative of the business positioning. Yeah. I really do think we could, but I think you could build an airline if the sole premise is anywhere in the world faster. I think, I wonder if we can make our gates custom too. We'd have to be big. I, I think like, I don't think like JetBlue has control over their gates yet. I think like United maybe does Delta. American. Yeah, I just feel like they all have their own, like they have their own terminals, right? Southwest is always the left terminal C and whatever gate numbers, but I've never, I've never seen an airline like have their own gate experience. It's always mm. up to the airport. I think cause they operate the gate. I don't know if they own the gate. Yeah. I don't know if they can like, you're right. I do. If we could, that would be sick. 
Because well, actually, Southwest does customize the gate because they, they have, have the, their line thing, correct? Which is technically custom. So they got away with that. Yeah. If we could come, what would you change about the gate? Because you seem to, I think your brain's turning. So what are we doing to make the gate? Yeah, I don't know if what it would be like certain vending machines there, certain chairs. How about a goodie bag? Everybody loves a goodie bag. Goodie bags are nice. Right. You know, when you like go to a party and like the host or the hostess, whatever, they like organize some party gifts. Like, what would you want in that bag that would be valuable and not throw away? So there's nothing that didn't add to your life and you actually appreciated the bag because they do that on flights international they give you this kind of stuff you'll get some toothpaste you'll yeah get, like the, the overnighters yeah um i don't know i mean i think it it doesn't even have to be too complicated because right now with the cart they ask oh do you want one of these snacks like JetBlue always has like a basket and they let you the snacks stink, take one of everything right? eh, they're, they're pretty good what's the best airline snack the those waffles those like waffle the biscottis. I don't know what they're called. Let me. Start they're like it. thin His. waffle yeah, it's cookies. Bis- I think it's airline. Whoa. <laughs> I think it's a biscotti. Yeah, yeah, those stoop. Yeah, those, those are, are pretty bomb. The sun chips always hit. Yeah, if they have sun chips. Sun chips always hit. I mean, even I've gotten Cheez Its. Oh, Biscoff. Yeah, I was thinking. Okay, Biscoff. My bad. That was on me. But close. Those are pretty good. So just having it like there for you. Oh, when you board. Yeah. I like that. Maybe the bag is just there. We don't even have to have someone manning it. There's just like yeah, kind of like, like the a... whole mint on the pillow trick at hotels. Like how easy is that? Or Halloween, you know, when you can go up and you can get some candy and they don't want to be outside, but they all got in the bucket. Please take one. Yeah. Yeah, we can do something like that. I think everybody gets a water. Yeah, why like, not? Just such an easy thing. 35 cents. And have like just a little cup holder. For the mini bottle. Yes. And it's just preloaded every time. Imagine the cleaning crew just loads it up when they go through. Our airline. You're always going to have a crappy snack and at least a water. I mean, they've, they have dehumanized us so much that if we just did the littlest thing. Yeah. And still charge you for it. Systemize little things. Yes. The anti-bad airline. I think we would do great. So if anyone out there wants to fund us, yeah, Venmo at Gmergoot, we're gonna just need ten billion dollars of donations. Is that your at? Yeah, that is. Yeah, <laughs> I just gave it out. If you want to donate to our airline, I've always wanted to do display ads with like my Venmo name and just see what the heck happens. Oh my god, Brady, I love you. You would airline seats, <laughs> random Venmo campaigns. This is this is it. What my mind thinks. This about. is why people tune into the show. Oh my gosh. Well. This has been fun. I actually like our airline. It might be my favorite business we've made yet because of how, like how bad the other airlines are. Yeah, I think we just need to make sure we compete on like Google Flights because at the end of the day, that's yeah. We look up Google Flights. We're looking for the right time, the right price, and we buy the tickets. So I think pricing is it'll be a big part of it for yeah, sure. Yeah, it's got to be competitive. Got to be competitive. But I would pay 15% more for all the stuff we talked about. Yeah, I think that's where you just advertise on top of it. Yeah, you have to. And when people see 15, 20 bucks more, they've seen the ads and they're like, oh, only 20 bucks more for that experience. And we could say that for $20 more. Here's what you get. Yeah. I love it. Just own it. Well, thank you, everyone. That's the episode. Like. So 13. Subscribe, comment, share. 
reshare, keep sharing. Tune in next week, and uh, thank you. All right, see ya. Bye.